0: The following audio presentation contains language and subject matter that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the USRI network. Now enjoy. And welcome back to the Game Show Network and our program. This is your history. Um... It's where two people compete, trying to answer questions, uh, about their own life. I'm your host, um, uh, State Senate, Hob Ryan. Uh, you met our first contestant, uh, before the break. He's Mississippi Attorney General Jim Hood. Are you ready, Jim? I am ready, Hob. Thank you. That's great. Now. Our first question comes from someone uh, you may remember. It's your childhood neighbor, Miss Mary Joe. You remember her? Oh, I love Miss Mary Joe. Never forget her. So Miss sweet. Miss Mary Joe asked Jim, "What type of pie was it she always served when you came over to visit her children?" It was blueberry pie. That is correct. Very good. Uh, Jim, you have one point. Now, Jim's opponent, we've also met. He's a uh, uh, basketball player, Tate Reeves. I'm the lieutenant governor, Mr. Bryan. Uh, that too. Uh, your first question comes from your college fraternity brother, Shotput. You remember uh, him? His name was actually Hamp, but yes. Great. Um, Shopput wants to know, Tate, what was the Kappa's favorite costume shop? Mm, I don't recall that. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Tate. No points for you. You're in the lead now, Jim. All good in the hood, Hobgoblin. Yes. Um, your next question comes from a high school girlfriend... Dorothy Myers. Sweet Dorothy. Um, Jim, what kind of flowers did you present me on Valentine's Day in our junior year? Let's see. If I focus, was it Rose's huh? Right again. I could have guessed that, and I wasn't there. Well, to be frank, Tate, you haven't demonstrated uh, an ability to answer any questions as yet, but here's another chance. Lay it on me, man. Tate, your next question is from another frat brother, Jacob. Yeah, okay, Jacob. Here's Jacob's uh, question. Reevesy, he says, whose idea was it first to paint our faces... Wait. ...like Kiss, the band Kiss. Yes. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, that was Jacob's idea, I think. Oh, sorry, Reevesy. Jacob do not call tells me Reevesy. That was Shotput's idea. Another for you, Jim. Lay it on me, hub, you bank. Okay. Uh, your friends at the United Way. This is ridiculous. Want to know when did you first begin making large donations for those less fortunate? Oh, I believe uh, that. Was back in 1989. Correct. Again, you were on quite a roll, Jim. Yeah, well, easy when it. uh, Okay. Next up for you, Tate. um, You still want to play? I assume you don't wish to withdraw. Of course not. You uh, just give me the question. question. Comes from the editor of one of your yearbooks. Okay, you're jacking me around. I've had it. I'm calling you on it. This is unfair. Oh, Tate, I think it's fair. It's, uh, square. It's, uh, Mississippi Week. Well, how do you do? It's JLU, and I'll have you up to speed before we're through. In case you didn't know, this is called The Show. Welcome to Mississippi Week 5. This is the one where it turns out the whole time it wasn't really even Jason. Now, if you get that reference, I'm too sweeting you right now. You just can't see it. And if you get that reference, the same. We are broadcasting, uh, like we do, from the usury Network studio, Mississippi, USA. All right, this is going to be a real rando bit at first, but I may make it a regular thing. On Mississippi Week, this is something I like to call Uncle Hassel, looks at a movie poster and has to come up with his own tagline for it. And this week's movie is... Demon House. A house with a demon on it. Thanks, Uncle Hassel. Hey, the gang's all here. We've got reports from correspondents Casey Dillard, Dave Smith, and Nardo Blackman on the way. But first, it's time for Senior Magnolia Correspondent Zach Bragg to get you... MISINFORMED.
1: laissez les, les Bontons roulés. rouler! That's French for, I am more than willing to trade my dignity for some plastic beads and a moon pie. Bonjour everyone, and welcome once again to MISINFORMED, your weekly inexhaustive, perfunctory, and completely unfact-checked look into the news and history of Mississippi. My name is Zach Bragg, and I am your host, your Grand Marshal, if you will, And if I'm the Grand Marshal, then you, listeners, are my crew. So let's get this float rolling. If you haven't figured it out by now, it's Mardi Gras season. Yes, Mardi Gras, that annual debaucherous celebration where everyone gets blackout drunk for days and days until the start of Lent, when they then vow to abstain for 46 days from those things which hinder their relationship with the Lord, like cookies or Facebook. Except on Sundays during Lent, where they can do whatever they want. You know, the Sabbath, the holiest day. But I'm not judging. I think the real crime is wearing a purple, green, and gold color scheme and actually thinking that you're pulling it off. Sweetie, no. Mobile, Alabama claims Mardi Gras' genesis while New Orleans perfected it. And the landmass in between is just kicked back right in the middle of a good time. Because what is more Mississippi than gluttony? Yes, we need to fix our failing schools. Yes, we need to do something about our egregious poverty. Yes, we need better sex education because we lead the country in teen pregnancies, but not before we've had our king cake. Mmm, king cake. Mississippi has a notoriously disproportionate teeth to resident ratio, and I blame it on king cake. Not because it's so sweet, but because we keep breaking our teeth biting into that stale Danish bread. Don't get me wrong, a truly good king cake is a beautiful thing, but they are not that easy to come by. You can't just go to Walmart and pick up a purple, green, and gold roll and say that it's a king cake. That ain't it, chief. That's a state senator cake at best. Even if you do manage to make it through the bread with all of your teeth intact, you're still liable to break one on that plastic baby. You know, the naked plastic baby that they hide inside a king cake that's supposed to bring good luck to the person who finds it. You're also supposed to buy the next king cake if you find it, so I don't really know how being forced to buy pastries constitutes good luck. In fact, king cake should probably just be rebranded as a dessert with a cautionary message. Punishment awaits those who go looking for naked children. Mardi Gras also means Mardi Gras parades. Crews of smoky, wrinkled Rotary Club members roll around in floats made of nightmares and papier-mâché, throwing garbage at screaming drunks and girls doing anything but making their dads proud. Ragtag brass bands crip walk down the street, honking their way through When the Saints Go Marching In, followed by When the Saints Go Marching In. And for some reason, every fire station in town has a truck in the parade, sirens a who are all trying to win the prize for most bloodied ears. I paint a pretty tacky picture of Mardi Gras. And if you're from here like I am, you know that it's true. On the other hand, if you're from here like I am, you don't care. Because the truth is, Mardi Gras, despite all of its weirdness, is a lot of fun. It brings people together. We're all God's children. Our blood all runs red. But in Mississippi, during Mardi Gras, our blood runs green, purple, and gold. I'm Zach Bragg. Let the good times roll you've been misinformed thank you zach he is a lego maniac that zach and
0: not at all an easy act to follow but once you're done here you can hit up the show notes for this episode and connect to the braggadocious one elsewhere how about that hey know what time it is yep time for that news rip start right smack dab in the central SIP where WLBT News tells us about a revenge porn bill passing in the Senate. The idea is to create stiff penalties. Stop. Just stop it. Be an adult. Let's just say civil and criminal penalties for sharing, quote, intimate visual material. So, I assume this would mean a family having a private dinner together, a photo, maybe, of a singer-guitarist performing in front of a very small gathering, Uh, boobies, you know, intimate stuff. Oh, wait, the bill does define this specifically as someone with their intimate parts exposed or engaged in sexual conduct. For what it's worth, there is a Dr. Marvin Gaye quoted from UMC on this. He says, when he gets that feeling, he needs sexual healing. I don't see how that factors in. In any case, the bill covers sexting and sextortion and now moves on to the House for more discussion. I feel like some members of the House are about to actually start showing up for work for a little while. But like Be very punctual. For more on what's happening in greater Jacktown. Let's hear from our Central SIP correspondent, Nardo Blackman.
2: Thanks Jason, this is your local Jacktown correspondent, Nardo Blacktastic. Tuning in from Jacktown, Mississippi, where the fat meat is still greasy and the potholes are still deep as hell. This week in the news, Jason, you're not gonna believe this, there's been a tuberculosis outbreak At Provine High School, that's right, I said tuberculosis. Sounds like the type of shit I used to say when I was a little kid just to make fun of a word, tuberculosis, head-ass boy. I thought that that just meant you had a tubular-shaped head, but come to find out, that's about a lung disease. It's actually airborne, so in other news, Mayor Antarla Moomba is getting with other counties to try and stop police high-speed chases from spilling over into Jackson. Well, I'm going to tell you something, man. That's gonna be a good thing because I actually got uh, in a little, like I got hit in a high speed chase. I wasn't in a high speed chase, but I got hit by the police while they were in a high speed chase. Kinda knocked my tooth loose. That's why you see this little tooth on the side that's missing. Also I bit down in a McDonald hamburger that had a little rock in it. But I would have had the ass by the balls, but classic Nardo, I had a blunt in the car. That's neither here nor there. I just wanted to add that also there's an air conditioner thief on the loose and see that's the how you know some mississippi shit because in no other state in america would anybody be stealing air conditions in damn february but you never know because mississippi is the only place i know where you can have winter summer spring and fall in one damn week also in other news someone got drunk i'm gonna say got drunk and ran into a burger king they don't want to say that, but I'm trying to figure out, man, like, I don't even know the last time I seen a Burger King, let alone I ain't never ran into one. I ain't never even tried. To, I, it's been a while since. So you got to be drunk to even try to eat that Burger King, so I know you was drunk as shit to run into. We couldn't even find it any other way. And, Jason, I think that's pretty much it in the Jacktown News. Look forward to catching up with you guys next week. Take care. Love your boo on Valentine's Day, or fuck that bitch. Hey, need
0: more Nardo in your life? Check the show notes and get linked up to the Blacktastic One. You can see him live, man. You know what else? You dig this Mississippi Week business? There's a whole lot more where this here came from. If you'd like just a little sample, again, check those show notes and visit the Usry Network YouTube page. What? You heard me. Let's take a trip down south now. That is not innuendo. And find out what's happening on the coast, our friends at WLOX are always covering the important, hard-hitting news. And of course, that includes coverage of the baseball team down there, the Shuckers. Story here says, Schooner, the Biloxi Shuckers mascot, showered his admirers with feces. Because that's what birds do. Eventually, somebody shot the little bastard. No, it doesn't say that. It says, Schooner showered his admirers with season tickets candy, and flowers. It was a Valentine's Day thing, you see? In a related story, the women who gave birth to team members will be playing an exhibition game against ladies representing United Blood Services. That's right, the Mother Shuckers versus the Shuckin' Pricks is sure to be a barn burner. The winners go on to face the Shuckin' A-Holes, a very tough team of Coast Proctologists. For more on what's happening down under we check in with South SIP correspondent, Dave Smith.
3: Dave? Hey guys, Dave Smith here. In the news, Mississippi legislators are considering a bill that would add $15 to the cost of a marriage license. That would make the total cost for a license $35. I asked Pete Webster, who's planning on marrying his fiance in April, if this increased fee would affect him getting hitched. He says he has no problem paying the extra fee as long as he can get a coupon for 25% off the divorce. Last Thursday morning at approximately 2:30 a.m., volunteer firemen from the Sharon community in Jones County responded to a chicken house fire. Firemen battled the blaze for several hours, but the chicken house was a total loss. I spoke to some neighbors about the blaze and asked if they saw anything suspicious. Nobody saw anything, but all agreed it smelled delicious. In related news, the Sharon Volunteer Fire Department will have a baked chicken plate sale this weekend. All proceeds will go directly to funding a sweet-ass pool table for the firehouse. In Bates Springs, Mississippi, a former city clerk is accused of stealing $300,000 from the city. I went to Bates Springs and interviewed several people in a small cafe. They all expressed surprise and shock to learn that Bay Springs ever even had 300000 Thanks, Davey boy. Now, just like Zach, just like Nardo, Dave has been
0: known to do the stand-up, and you can link to his general goings-on in show notes. What's that, you ax? Oh, what about the tippy-top part of our state? Well, you know I wouldn't leave that out. The report from WCBI News, a Vernon, Mississippi man made history this week appearing on the history channel program Truck Night in America. It's a gimmick where 50 people from all over the country bring their rides which they've tricked out for off-roading to compete in races and contests over crazy rough terrain. Driver Tim Edwards really illuminated what makes his truck Puddle Duck special. He said, "Quote, it goes really really fast." You know, congrats to Tim. I say congrats Despite the terrible name he picked for his truck, Puddle Duck, how about the ass whooping her? Would something like that be better, maybe? But yes, congrats to Tim. And here's what I want to know. This is Mississippi, people. There are 50 people in this contest. You tell me we got only one representative in this thing? This is what we do. This would be like a rudeness competition where New York has one guy. You telling me there's someone in Rhode Island who off-roads better than Billy Buck and Rory from the SIP? You telling me Reinhold and Chet got superior skills to Tanya and Cooter? Come on. You should be ashamed of yourselves, guys. Let's get in there. Let's make something happen in 2020, okay? For more happenings up there, I throw it to our North SIP correspondent, writer, actress, improv performer, and off-road driver extraordinaire Casey Dillard. The
4: passing of Valentine's Day every year leaves some people who aren't in a relationship in a deep malaise as their thoughts once again turn to the idea that they might someday die alone. However, every cloud has its silver lining as it means that they have successfully avoided joining or starting a doomsday cult. While some may consider it a small accomplishment, it is still one worth celebrating. You can raise a glass to toast with confidence that you'll wake up after taking a drink. Dying alone doesn't sound especially romantic, but it's important to keep in mind that Doomsday Cult is pretty much the only scenario that guarantees that you won't. Remember, Romeo and Juliet were a couple that didn't die alone, and their story isn't remembered for being happy. So whatever your romantic status is, Valentine's is just a day that promises discounted candy once you get to the other side of it. Here's to you. Reporting from North Mississippi, this is Casey Dillard, USRI Network News. Thanks,
0: Casey. Hey, she's got a hell of a lot going on, that one. The feature-length film she wrote and stars in, Driven, is popping up all over the SIP. For the schedule of events, visit DrivenTheFilm.com. And, if you happen to live in or near the North SIP, you can see her on stage in a play this weekend. It's a musical comedy. About making a musical comedy. And I'll put a link to that in show notes because I'm good like that. You know what comes out tomorrow, guys? The long awaited, much anticipated follow up on the Lee Ochi case. Me and Lauren Ochi go back down the rabbit hole and come up with stuff you never imagined you'd get in that story. So subscribe to this podcast feed, please. If you have not already, I hope you enjoyed episode five, false advertising earlier. It was still me, the original Jason Leussery, not that kid Tommy. Just killing them SIP headlines. Love, peace, Mac, cheese, thanks. I'll talk to you soon.